You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to the debut episode of the European Football Show right here on SN Media. I'm Scott McPike, delighted to be your host as always. An all-star panel for this week's episode. We are going to preview the upcoming European Championships this summer. Shankers is here as always, following on for the Scottish Football Show. Shankers, how are we? I am good, Scott. Good to talk about something different, but a neutral perspective. Well, obviously Scotland's involved this time, so maybe no, but something different. Definitely. Falkirk legend Ryan McStay's here. Ryan, welcome back to the show. Cheers for having us back, Scott. I look forward to it. A bit of chat about football, isn't it? Brilliant. The best Hamilton over 35 player, Stevie Murray's here. <laughs> Stevie, how are we? Magnificent. Love the intro. I'm all over it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're joined by the editor of Kilmarmot Standard, Lachlan Haggett. Lachlan, pleasure to welcome you on to the show. Thanks very much for coming on. Hi, mate. Always happy to be here. Brilliant. We have got a very special guest in this week's episode. Now, he's making his return from what we can understand is he's been in Australia for the past three, week, three weeks, quoting Angie Foster Coglu as his chief Scottish football advisor. <laughs> Are you there? No, I'm really sorry. I've been missing the last few weeks. That's me just back for George Square, tidying up the mess. <laughs> the Rangers supporters made uh, City in disgrace, as they always are. So apologies for, to all the SM media, and including my fans. Um, <laughs> so that's me just back from a sabbatical. I mean, £58,000 it cost to clear it up, so I was looking for a wee cut. Uh, <laughs> get the wolves away for the door, but I'm glad, I'm glad to be back. And this won't be any neutral stuff at all. This will just be as, as bad as ever. Brilliant. Obviously, we'll start off by looking at, obviously, what we're going to all be focusing on, which is the Scotland team... Shankers, we'll start with you. Scotland, two friendlies. One, uh, a 1-0-1 over Luxembourg and 2-2 against Holland. How do you think they performed? Yeah, I think the Holland one was was as good as you could, you could get. Apart from, obviously, uh, they never won the game. It's probably, probably could have won the game. I had dodgy decision nearly in for the free kick. Uh, on the Luxembourg one, probably be looking to, to win it by more. We missed a, missed a good few chances. I think the team that started that game will, will not be far away for the team that starts the Czech Republic game. Maybe one or two changes. Uh, who knows who could come in and out, whether he starts with, with two strikers or whether he starts with one and, and somebody off him. Who knows? But I don't think that team will be too far away for what starts the, the opening game. Definitely. Ryan, what were your thoughts on it and how? what's your predictions for how Steve Clark's going to line up on Monday? Uh, same as Shan, because I thought, obviously, with Luxembourg getting a man set and a half after 34 minutes, we'd go and maybe punish him a wee bit more, but it was obviously two good uh, performances leading up to, obviously, the game on Friday. Uh, no, not Friday, obviously, Monday, sorry. Uh, but, obviously, I think it's the same as Shan, because I think it's, it'd be no far off that team. Maybe a couple, a lot of people are putting on social media what their team's going to be in. Can everybody's kind of the same? Is he going to put one up top? Is he going to go two? If he's going one up top, I would go with the boy Shea Adams. Uh, it gives you a different dimension. Uh, the, the big talking point is going to be the right back. If he's going to go with a Donald or Patterson, for me, I, I would go with Patterson. I'd give him a chance to just go and, go and play and get up and down the, the line. But I think 
Steve Clark will go away uh, I don't know because he's tried and trusted and he's obviously done the job through the, the qualifying process and that so but there's a lot of positives to take obviously going through the, the group that uh, are going to be playing on Czech Republic's had a bit of a shocker uh, in the, maybe the last year uh, two bad results leading up to uh, the tournament starting as well so there's a lot of positives for Scotland to take Definitely. Lachlan, what are we, we thinking for Monday? We, what's your kind of prediction for the lineup? How do you think they'll set up? Ah, yeah, as Trankers was saying, I don't think it'll be too dissimilar for the, the Luxembourg game. I think that's uh, that was a perfect chance for, for Clark taking a pretty much try the team he's, he's going to play. Uh, I, I don't see it being too, you know, you've seen how he's set up formation-wise. That's kind of how it's been the last few games. I don't think he's going to change it up too much and that kind of, so... I think aye, it's basically just, is he going to go with, with Adams and Dykes up front or is he going to maybe have somebody off? I think Adams will start. Uh, I don't see see Dykes getting the nod over Adams, but it's whether the two of them. They linked up well against Luxembourg for the goal, so, you know, it's a headache for, for Clark because he probably had something else in his mind, but it's uh, he's probably just wanted to test that out and it, it seemed to work. Definitely. Stevie, what was your thoughts in Scotland and how do you think Scotland will line up on Monday? Uh, I, I, same as our guys I thought the, the Holland game started really really well what, I, what I've liked about the two friendlies is the relationship that Robertson and Tierney have got down that left hand side the majority of teams you see now play a right footer on the left and a left footer on the right and it's all about cutting in playing in wee pockets and things like that but they, that's kind of old fashioned left back left. I don't know if he was playing left midfield he was maybe playing left to a three Tierney but the way they interplay with each other and that and the pace and the power and the and the, the quality and, and both their deliveries I think that's going to create loads of chances and I would go I would go with two up front I would go with Dykes and Adams up front I would just the majority of teams now play with one and then maybe one off them or two wide players with one up front and just why not try it a wee bit different go with the two because it's it's worked for us in the two friendlies I know they were friendlies but they were competitive matches and um, Luxembourg game was wasn't he as good as a hot? I thought the, the the Holland game they started first half an hour they were they were so good and they probably deserved to win that game as well. So I'm fairly optimistic going into the games. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Wilson, obviously, you're keen to get your thoughts and obviously how they're going to set up. Give us your starting eleven and what you want in that first. Is that first game a must win? I I think so. Um, I, I, I think he'll start with a 4-5-1. I, I agree with what Stevie's saying in terms of the two strikers, but I think the biggest thing in any tournament is don't lose your first game, which which will make me think the 4-5-1 would probably be his preferred to just to get the feelers out and then possibly go with the two up front as the game progresses if we need a goal, for example. Um, but you'll need to see what the checks are like in terms of attacking. Unfortunately, I think we are quite weak and the weakest part is our right side of defence, especially right side centre half. But as, as I say, I still think he'll start with a back four. Now, again, I, I, I think Stevie Clark knows just a wee bit more about football than me. But again, I, I would my, my my team, for example, would be I would I would play Craig Gordon. I, I think Craig Gordon is just a better goalkeeper than David Marshall. I know Marshall did the heroics, etc., etc. But I just think. And Alan McGregor, I think they're both better than David Marshall as when they were younger and fitter, etc. They played so, but again, I think he'll definitely play Marshall. For me, the right side centre half is my big worry. Um, I think Tierney, Robertson, O'Donnell are stick-ons. I think their names will be in the team sheet already. 
I again, I would go with I would go with Gilmer, and you know the guys that were on the show before, they'll know how much I think Callum McGregor's a fantastic player, but playing over two hundred games in three seasons, he, he's exhausted, and I think he looks exhausted. I think his performances this season, I know Celtics haven't been great. I think he looks he looks tired, and as I say, I think that's maybe what could see you win the game with a four five one is somebody like Gilmer, you know, playing an Aaron McTominay, McGann. Um, in the wide areas, again, I think if you want to maybe go for it, I'd be looking at Forrest and Fraser as your wide players, possibly. And then, yeah, um, I think Adams is ahead of Dykes in terms of ability. But again, with Steve Clark and knowing how loyal he would be, does he go with Dykes? Because Dykes was a kind of main man in really getting us to the Euros. So I know that sounds a bit messy, but... Uh, I, I think don't lose the first game, but I think that's our best chance of winning. Yeah, yeah. Get off, the, off the half liar. Yeah, definitely. Do, do, there's, there's no possibly way that he's going to play four at the bar because he's not played four at the bar since he came in. There's, uh, there's no there's he's way he's playing four at the bar. It's three, almost almost five, basically. It's like five defenders. I think the problem is we don't have a, a good right-footed centre-half. You know, and even previous to that, I think Cooper's a good player, but he's left-sided. I know Charmel Groove, Charmel Groove's an excellent centre-half, left-sided. It's that right-sided uh, centre-half that I think, and, and I think that's where we could be vulnerable with, with the three. I think it would be about Boy Hanley at the back. Hanley and maybe Cooper in the middle with either Hanley or, or maybe Henry or something. He's yeah. played McDominay there as well before, but you don't really like to take him in the middle of the park. You could come in the middle, I think. Yeah, totally yeah. Right. Yeah, right. What we'll do is we'll go through all six groups. We'll ask everybody for their thoughts in each group and perhaps maybe a, a prediction for how the groups will finish. We'll look at five players to watch from the whole tournament and then we'll make our final predictions of who we think is going to win, player of the tournament, top goal scorer, etc. Group A kicks off on Friday Turkey, Italy, Wales, and Switzerland. Shankers, what are we thinking in this group? I know Italy is probably. They've been a kind of sleeping giant for a few years. Obviously, didn't qualify for the World Cup. A lot of good players in that team. Sort of a, a kind of young system mixed in with a lot of experience at the back. What are we thinking for Group A? I think Italy's a really favourable group. Uh, especially, they've not really been in the mix for, for the last few uh, tournaments. I think Italy will, Italy will win that group with, with Turkey coming second. I think Turkey's maybe a wee bit under the radar. Yeah, I think they, they could cause a, a few upsets. I think they'll go through in second place. Brilliant. Ryan, what are we thinking in Group A? Exact same as Shankers, aye. You'll find out later, obviously, when I pick my, eh, my winners and my surprise package, I think I've gave it away. It'll be what it'll be there too. I think just the eh, Atley, I always, ever since I started betting years ago, that's always been my team to go to. I think eh, Mancini's done a superb job. I think they're 25 games unbeaten, probably in the form no. teams in the last couple of years. So I think they'll win it. And then Turkey, if it's the boy that plays with Lee locked up, he's been flying for him, you know what I mean? So I think they'll be probably maybe the surprise package. You can maybe 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 make the last uh, eight if they obviously get a, uh, the luck of the draw. Yeah, definitely. Wilson, what's your thoughts in Group A? And what are you thinking about Wales? Are you, do you think Wales can throw in a surprise in this group? Well, serial watchers of this show will know not to listen to any of my predictions, <laughs> as the last uh, year has proved. However, and, and again, I've got them, I've given it away, but I've, I've got them down as my one to watch because I think we all know 
what a good player Gareth Bale is. Um, and is, is he playing for his next move? Is he going to drag that team himself because he's playing for another move? Or, or is the papers right? Is he, going to, is he thinking of retiring? You know, because I think, to be honest, it'll be the last tournament he plays in for his country. And he is that exceptional player that's got that wee bit extra. So I think I would go with Italy and Wales to, to go through in that group. Brilliant. Stevie, what's your thoughts on Group A? Are you kind of following Shankers and thinking Italy's a, a stick on to win this group? I, I would say so. I, I don't think you can look past them. Every tournament they go to, they're always dangerous. Um, they've got lo- lots of great individuals and I think they're a good team. They're, they're probably, uh, without getting much away, they're... they're, they're um, they're one of my picks anyway, to, uh, definitely. The rest, on it, I think you could pick any one of the other three to go through. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a bit up in the, up in the early three. I don't, like Switzerland, are a bit of a, just a grindy team. They just grind results out and you don't know if they're going to do that for three games, you know what I mean, and get a wee rubbish one nil here or there. Turkey, I don't know much about. I've not seen much of them. And uh, Wales, obviously, um, as they said, Derek, Bale could drag them through. You never know what he's going to do. Lachlan, which were we thinking in Group A? Are, we, can I, are you an Italy man? Can I put on everybody else? No, I'm quite happy to go against the, the, the Norman. <laughs> go for Turkey to win the group. Uh, right, OK. I, uh, I similar to Ryan. I don't want to give away my surprise package, but it's uh, somebody in that group that I think is going to win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think Turkey, you look at their team, you know, three of their, three of their likely starting 11 play with Leo, who, who beat PSG to the... Yeah. French title, they've got a couple of Premier League boys in there, a couple of Serie A's as well. I think I think uh, Turkey are gonna gonna spring a wee a shock. And uh, I think it will be close between them and Italy, but I think Turkey are, are just gonna pip it. So I I mean it's another good group is we're gonna we've six groups where I think it's it's very open. I, I think Italy are a, a really good side. Donnarumma and Nets, who looks like he's gonna go to PSG. Kiolini and Benucci, I just think at the back are just the, what more can you say about them? You've been excellent for that team. Turkey, I think, would be a surprise package. I'm going Italy first, Turkey second, Wales to scrape through in third, and I just think Switzerland, similar to another couple of teams, have maybe just kind of hit their peak. And the only really player I think could be massive for them, Jordan Shakiri, but again, club form as he showed that he's, he can do that this summer. So we'll move on to Group B Belgium, Russia, Denmark, Finland. Belgium going in is one of the favourites to lift the, the trophy. Whilst in the golden generation of Belgium, many people say this team's are this team's been excellent for the past ten years. But one thing, they've not won a trophy. Giant, this is their last chance to win one. Mm, I don't think it's their last chance. I think I think the likes of Lukaku, De Bruyne, eh, Denaya, Boyata, etc. have got a wee bit more or less still in them. Uh, Courtois as well, possibly could be his last, but um, again, they, they just appear kind of nearly men a wee bit, and I, I think they've just been unlucky in recent years. There's just always been somebody that's much better rather than just being slightly better. Um, but when I spoke to you through the week and you told me who you guys fancied and I was going to plump for them, and then Roberto Martinez joined Celtic straight after the tournament. <laughs> Um, but I think uh, Big Angie's put put pay to that, to be honest. Um, but I think I think they'll I think they'll sail through comfortably Belgium in that group. And then again, I actually thought Russia did okay at the World Cup two years ago. Is it roughly the same squad, same players? I think again, it's a, 
a toss up between the other three teams, but I would plump for Russia to go through. Belgium and Russia for Belgium Russia for me, I. Ryan, who have we got in Group B? What's your thoughts in Belgium? I think Belgium will be thereabouts uh, come into the tournament. Obviously, look at their squad; it's filled with uh, star-studded players. You know what I mean? And I've I've went the same. I've went Belgium, Russia, just just tipping Denmark and then Finland to finish bottom. Uh, but again, I think you're maybe right. Belgium need to do something because obviously they've been number one in the world for the last couple of years and. They've not really done it in the last couple of tournaments, so I think it's it's time for obviously De Bruyne get injured in the, the Champions League final. Obviously, he might be a wee bit of doubt, but obviously, you've actually the best players playing in the tournament, so hopefully, he's, he's all right. And uh, they can have him, obviously, him and Lukaku link up well. So, I think Lukaku may be one of the, the stars after he's, he's obviously seasoned with Inter Milan there. Yeah, definitely. So, who, who you got finishing first? You've got Belgium, then Russia. Belgium, Russia, Denmark, and Finland, I. Brilliant. Stevie, what's your thoughts in Group B? Uh, just pretty much the exact same as Ryan. It's the same setup there. Belgium, Russia, Denmark, Finland. Um, I think Belgium, they've been kind of nearly me in the last few tournaments. And um, I think if, this is maybe going to be the best time you're going to get in terms of Hazard and... Um, Lukaku, Lukaku is in the form of his life now. He scored some like sixty-four goals domestically in the last two seasons. So mm-hmm. can he get him scoring goals at the Euros with that with assists with De Bruyne and Hazard? Then you've got a problem. So I fancy them pretty strongly to, to romp that group. Um, in Russia, Russia always kind of dra- dig out results as well. Um, Denmark, Finland. You could probably toss a coin between the two. Um, but I'd go Denmark and Finland. Lachlan, what are we thinking in Group B? Uh, Finland to it now, can't It's hard to, you can't think Belgium will finish it with, with nine points, to be honest. It's, you can't really look past them. And, and uh, it's a toss up between Russia and Denmark, as the, other, the others have said. It's, I think it will, it will come down to Russia v Denmark. Um, I, I don't know, I think Denmark are similar to, as you were saying about Switzerland, maybe a bit past their, their peak, you know, like Christian Eriksen, that is just know the. Player kind of was. I know that. I know they've just won, won the league with, with Inter and stuff. But um, I don't know. I think Russia. They, they kind of seem to turn it on in tournaments, don't they? So, well, just going off the last tournament anyway. Um, I. I think Russia will, will come second. I. Shankers, Belgium are a, an interesting team. Obviously, one player I want to touch on is Eden Hazard. Obviously, moved to Real Madrid two years ago. He hasn't been. Can I set the, the world on fire at Real Madrid that we thought he would? But is this is this a kind of time for him to step up to the plate? And what's your thoughts on Group B? Uh, group B, I think we all agree that, that Belgium, I think, I think it, as Lachlan said there, it could be nine points or nine for them. And between Russia and Denmark, I've, I've just put Denmark to, to finish second. I think Russia, one of the biggest advantages they've done well was because it was their home tournament in the the World Cup, but it's, it is a huge advantage uh, for the nation behind them. So that's, uh, as I said, I think it could possibly come down to that game on your, your Hazard thing. I've got got him doing as uh, one of the things later, whether it's later the tournament, top goal scorer, we'll wait and, we'll wait and see him come on to that later on. But I think Belgium will, as Ryan said, they'll be there or there a bit near the end of the tournament. Yeah, I've got Belgium finishing top. I think Denmark are going to be... No spoiling it, but I think they could be one of the surprise packages. I think they've they've built a really good team there. Christian Eriksen has just come off a really good season, winning league, went to Milan. There's a lot of good young players: Mikael Damsgaard, Andres Olsen, 
They've got a really solid defence as well. Maya that played with Atalanta, Christensen that's just won the Champions League with Chelsea. They've got a really solid team, so I've got Denmark finishing second. Russia finishing third, and I think Finland, although they're playing their first tournament, I think Glenn Kamara could be a, what a player to watch. I think he could be playing for a move here. I think he's already kind of put himself out there, really, hasn't he? Uh, in league form. 60 grand oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, think, I think Finland will be one of those teams that will just be, they'll maybe pick up a point here and there, but it's going to be a tough ask to beat this group. So I'm going for Belgium, Denmark, Russia, Finland. So we'll move on to Group C, Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, and the debutants, North Macedonia. Stevie, Holland have been there and thereabouts for many years. They're missing their the rock at the back, Virgil van Dijk. What do you think of Group C? You would think, looking at their team, that they should be strong, but I, I was seriously underwhelmed by them the other night. Mm. Um, a lot of the plague is through Memphis Depay, and um, he's, I mean, he's been playing out his skin, but um, I, I don't know. I just I wasn't impressed by it. I, I want to see Holland to win it, but I, I was between I was between naming somebody else for being. Um, one of the rubbish teams later on in the tournament, but um, I think that's a, that's, that is a hard one. That because when I seen Austria the other night against England as well, I mean, they weren't in any great shakes either. That's England's second string they were playing against and they didn't pull up any trees. They were kind of just a much a muchness team. They didn't really do anything um, positive in the game. They just sat back and just sat in and watching games. Like that, it's just, it's, I hate watching games. It's, it's like pulling, pulling teeth. Uh, that I, I genuinely couldn't pick. I probably, if you're going to say it, you probably say Holland to win it. But I, I, I think they're going to struggle. I genuinely do think they're going to struggle. Um, pass. Go on to somebody else. I haven't got a clue. About <laughs> Lock them. Maybe thinking in Group C. I, I think it's going to be one of these groups that everybody can kind of do. Maybe no, North Macedonia, no disrespect to them. I love my underdogs, as he's probably know, but uh, I don't think they're going to be up to much. Um, but I think it's going to be the, one, the other three teams probably take points off each other. Um, so it's just, I don't know, it's of kind of <coughs> Netherlands just on the, they're, they're no, just don't seem to live up to it with the, the team they've got. And you look at Austria as much as, Stevie was saying they, they kind of sit in. I think that kind of suits tournament play. You know, if they, if they just kind of sit in hard to beat and they've, they've obviously got David Alaba there that, that can kind of create stuff. It, I think they're better with him in the middle if they can, but they, I don't know if they'll, they'll chuck him out to left back. I think they, they did that last time I've seen them. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's, it's I think Austria and Holland will go through. I, I, I'd be lying if I said I know much about Ukraine uh, these days, but I think they're kind of historically a, a tough team to beat. Um, so I think it'll be an interesting group. But I think uh, Holland and Austria to kind of go through and similar points. Brilliant. Well, should we be thinking in Group C? Well, I'm I'm going to go with Holland and Austria, um, but I think this will be the group where when these games are on, I'll catch up in Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> I think all four teams are, will be relatively poor in terms of, obviously, some of the class teams that we'll have. Uh, as I say, again, you guys are a lot younger than me and Ryan, um, but <laughs> you'll find that, uh, <laughs> find that there was always, and as, as, as I say, Ryan will be able to tell you, there was always a big 
hullabaloo about the Dutch going into tournaments, even, you know, for the 80s onwards, where they just seemed to have realms and realms of brilliant players. And then they would go into these tournaments and they would be absolutely terrible. They'd all be falling out with each other. So historically, they haven't done particularly well since 1988. Um, but I think they're the best team in that group, judging by what I saw against Scotland even the other night. So Holland and Austria, but it won't interrupt my fixation of the Rovers' return. Games are on. Can I just point out, after how many months have we been doing that show? Nearly a year. Wilson has finally got a shot off Andy Barman. No, I'll tell you what. Don't even mention his name on here. Special. No, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this, Stevie Ryan, you can pull this guy up. This, guy, <laughs> this guy's been promising to sponsor the show and give us and give us some Joma Aye. And he's not done it yet. Now, me and me, me and the boys play a lot of golf and we don't have any Joma polo shirts, so we're having to do that Nike and Under Armour stuff. But this I wanna be a, I wanna be seen did it in a golf course wearing a Joma polo. <laughs> <laughs> No, I tell you, I would, I would, for, for this, my fans, they'd be all over that. They would say look, up at loud and shankers if I wore one. They're a wee bit snug for my bold nowadays. No, no, it's all right. They come in mascot size. Broxy Bay will give you one. <laughs> i tell you what it is. Half of his gear's still on that ship. It was stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> Brilliant. Ryan, what's your thoughts in Group C? Just the same as everybody else, I think. The four teams won't cause any bother to the rest of uh, the teams, I think. I've went with Holland, Austria, Ukraine and North Macedonia, I think. Holland, you look through their team, Memphis, Dubai, obviously, the great season at Leon got his move to Barca, but apart from him, you look at it, there's not really anybody that stands out that's going to take a game with scruff the neck and uh, cause problems, especially if they go... I think they will go through the group, but I think that's, that's as far as we'll go. Uh, Austria... Take all about the team, basically unknowns. Ukraine, but like Lachlan said, unknowns again. So I think it's maybe the group that's, as well as you said, you'll be watching something else while, while they're getting played. Shank, tell us what we're thinking for Group C. I'm going to stick my neck out there and say that Holland won't go out the group. I just, I'm like the goal. same as, I just think they're all. Apart from North Macedonia, I think the other three teams could beat any of them. I know you can't read too much into friendlies, but they were they were very they weren't really flattering the other night there, Holland against Scotland. Scotland probably deserved to, to beat them. So I'm gonna go with Austria who took the group in Ukraine second. I think those two teams will can I make it stuffy for Holland and I don't really see Holland with one of the See, like De Bruyne, Hazard can go on their day, can go and win a game. I don't really see Holland go to anybody. Maybe the pie, I, but I just don't think he's he's world class. Like he's he's top level. I don't see Holland any. As Brian says, somebody will go and grab the game, with stuff their neck when the chips are down, and and go and come up with a wee bit of quality. Nah, I think they could go. It. Just a prediction. Cut it out if they. So they did alright <laughs> it's going to be tough for Holland I think the Van Dijk's a massive mess I think Delict, Matthias Delict is going to be a massive player for Holland this summer obviously another player I think there's a, I think there's like four or five players who really need to kind of after a, a disappointing move get their self back back to the best I think Delict's one of them Frankie de Jong I think that could be that player to, to win the game for Holland I think he is 
probably one of the best midfield talents in the world. I think he needs a bit of time to, to get going, but I think this is a perfect chance for him. Up front, I think they're lacking a wee bit. Doniel Milan at PSV, I think, could maybe be the, the main threat going forward. Memphis Depay, yeah, he's a, a really good player, but is he that match winner that, that Holland need? But I'm going to still say Holland top the group. I think Austria will finish second. I think they're a really solid team. Ukraine, I think, will finish third, and North Macedonia will finish fourth. But I've got a real, I've not put on my five players to watch. But Napoli's Elif Elmas, I think, could be a big player for them. Stephen Murray is doing that. Gnome's moving in the living room. <laughs> Fucking doing the housework. Holding <laughs> <laughs> an air beer. <laughs> Brilliant. But we'll move on to Group D: England, Croatia, Scotland, Czech Republic. We'll get everybody's Scotland predictions in a minute. But Wilson, England. You were about in 1966, probably. Is this the best <laughs> chance since then to win a major tournament? It's a tragic day. Tragic day. <laughs> um, oh, I, again, and, and what I always do in these things is as much, and I hope I don't cause any offence to the panel. Don't mind if it was Rory or something cause offence to me. <laughs> I, I just, it's again, I just can't stand anything about them. You know, it's the whole, the whole nonsense, the whole carry on that goes with it, and. But the way I always try and look at it is, if they can't win a major tournament with your Beckhams and Gerrards and Lampards and Scholes and Shearers and Owens and all these guys, they're not going to win one. However, this time, I think the possibility could be there in terms of they play all their games at home. Um, albeit it won't be a full capacity, but they're playing all their games at Wembley, I'm led to believe. So that makes me think there's a, a wee possibility they could... Uh, do something this tournament. Hopefully not. Don't get me wrong. Hopefully not. But if I, if I don't, I think if he can't win this one, then I don't think the other one won, to be honest. I think the last one was their best chance, to be, to be honest. I, I think that was a very good chance. But again, that see that kind of golden generation. What I felt, my opinion, and I know he's probably a multi-millionaire, but I, I always felt when David Seaman stopped playing and they played the likes of David James and Rob Greenhill undoubtedly great goalkeepers I always felt that was the weak link in their team and again I, I think that's come full circle again I think their weak link is Pickford in goals um, and that's what makes me think they won't they won't possibly win a major tournament that is, is the goalkeeper situation I think they're a wee bit short and right back there he is Willie Willie Lyle's playing an oil in the school right back and all so that's as, as I say now what I always do as well as I am um, always send out to my, my football team and that we do a predictor and we predict all the results etc so it's a, a good prize pot so I always pick England to win therefore if I, if I don't win the big money then I'm still happy because it means they won't have won it <laughs> so, so it's a no-win situation for me but again and maybe we're just overexposed to it I think the likes of Foden and Grealish and Mount have all had excellent seasons. Again, I can understand, I don't know if you saw the game the other night, understand um, the stuff about Jordan Henderson. I think Rice and Phillips are bang average, to be honest. I agree. Um, Multi-millionaire bang averages, that is, to be <laughs> fair. Um, but in terms of latter stages against your De Bruyne's and you know teams with better players, that could possibly hinder them as well. Um, but they, they will win that group. I, I have no doubts about that. Do you they think will. they will? Do you think, what, what do we think, though? Because the group winners of this group could potentially play the second place in Group F, which is potentially France, Germany or Portugal. 
Well, Shankers. Hopefully they'll beat them. Right, I'm going to ask Wilson before we move on to Shankers. Give us your one, two, three, four in Group D. I'm I'm going to go England, Scotland, Croatia, Czechs, but I think Scotland and Croatia will finish on the same points and we'll get put into that third place lot by a half a goal or three less corners <laughs> or something. Just the, the typical Scottish way of being unlucky. So England, Scotland, Croatia, Czech Republic for me. Shankers, what are we thinking about Group D? Obviously, we've touched on that. We've, we've touched on England, which you you can agree there about England's kind of a few weak points. What are we thinking here? Um, I think they'll win the group. Uh, to be honest, it's going to be tough. I'll be between England and Croatia. Uh, in my opinion, I think Croatia is maybe with all the top sides: France, Italy, England, Spain, Germany. Portugal, I think Croatia's maybe slid under it a wee bit. They got to the World Cup final last time. Can, can, is that them at their peak? Probably, but they've, they've still got some some quality players who are, are no doubt uh, going to be up there in, in this group. Uh, whether it could be first or second, you just never know. Is, is England playing at home going to heap even more pressure on them? Uh, I don't know. It could... It could it could work totally in their favour or it could backfire massively. It's one of the aim. But I think England will win the group with Croatia second, Scotland third, and Czech Republic fourth. Lachlan, what are we thinking for Group D? What's, what, what, we, what are we thinking about Scotland? Uh, I think the first game is so important because if you get that win against the Czechs, then the pressure's off going to, going to Wembley, you know, yeah. like as much as. Obviously, you're wanting a result, but you're not going to. If you lose to the Czech Republic, you kind of need to go to the Wembley and try and beat England, which I, I don't think is going to happen. So it, that first game is so important because you know you can get in and kind of a draw is a good result in there. Um, and then by that point, the Croatia game could be, you know, you win that, you end up having a chance of winning the group. Hopefully, um, it's hard to to tell. You know, we've played the Czechs, so it's good. But then they'll be saying the same, you know, we've played Scotland. So I think I think we'll have enough to beat the Czechs, which is which is good. And then then that way the pressure's off going to, to Wembley. But I, I don't see us unfortunately getting anything against England. Right, okay. We'll move on to Ryan. What are we thinking for group D? Uh, pretty much the same. I've got England, Croatia, Scotland, and the mm. uh, Czech Republic, but We've obviously played Czech Republic twice in the, in the Nations League. We've beat them twice, so obviously we know uh, what, we knew, what we need to do to beat them. So I think uh, Monday's game is massive. If you go and beat them, then it's a free hit against England. You can go and take it as it is. Mm-hmm. Get a good positive result, and it's back to Hamden against Croatia. So you've got to look at the positives. Everybody, obviously, Scotland, obviously, glorious fails the last so many years. Obviously, we've got a wee bit of... I like the end of the tunnel now, the last couple of years, when Steve Clark comes in, he got a wee bit of... Dogs abuse and all, but I think his record speaks for itself. Yeah, that's what Scotland need. They need a gaffer in that knows what they're doing and grind out results, and that's what he's done. So hopefully we go and get a positive result Monday and then kick on and who knows what could happen. But I'm going to be, I've got, as I say, with same with Wilson, I've done a, a sweep in the lot. I've got them in the semi-finals, but hopefully they'll go and win it. The thing Steve, is, like, Steve Clark, sorry, uh, Scott. No, you go. He's a perfect manager for these games because you watch some uh, See when Kelly went to Parkhead and Ibrox, they set up perfectly for these games, just kind of soaking it up and then Aye. pressing forward. And that's what it's going to be like at Wembley. England are going to come out firing as if they need to, they're going to want to hammer Scotland. That's just their, 
kind of with their mentality get into that. But Scotland will soak it up and hopefully it's the best he's the best manager to have for a game like that, absolutely. Steve, what we thank you for Group D. Um I think there's I think I honestly believe England are going to draw their first game. And there's going to be a lot of pressure on them to beat Scotland. And if they don't beat, if they draw with Scotland as well, they're going to be losing their minds. The media's going to be losing their minds mm-hmm. down there. As far as they're concerned, they should be walking away with us, considering all their games, as I said earlier, they're going to be at Wembley. Um, I, I think it's more difficult than they think it's going to be. Obviously, you don't know what's, what's getting said inside the camp and all the rest of it, but whenever you hear any media outlet or any pundit talking about it and they're talking about how they should be walking the group and it's if they can't get through this group they don't deserve to be anywhere near it but I think I think they're going to draw with Croatia first I think we'll beat the Czechs and then it's going to put massive pressure on them and if if we can get a draw at Wembley and beat the Czechs we're sitting on four points getting the last game England would be sitting on two points and that they would lose their shit <laughs> and I would love it just like Croatia beat us at Hamden. <laughs> Can I just interrupt Scott and ask the panel a question if that's okay? On you go. If, if you're a horrible a person like me, would, would you be happy losing to the Czechs in Croatia but beating England and going out? Because I absolutely would. So I'd be happy and Larry. I'd get beat 10 0 for the Czechs, 9 0 for Croatia, and beat them 1 0. With a late OG for any one of the bam pots and and beat them. I would, I, I would, I would I that, that's that's how horrible I am. That's how horrible I am. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say about what I just said, like if if Russia had to to beat us to go to knock England out or whatever like that, would you let it happen? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Aye, of course. Absolutely. On your hang, I don't know because if if we beat them, they could still win their other two games and they go through anyway. So at any day, it doesn't really matter. So it's it's a hard one. I think the thing is, if you come third, there's every chance you get through as well. Because was it four uh, of the six third places? Right. So three points can actually be enough. Well, right. I think I'm going to win the group, but I do agree they'll draw their first game because they always seem to have a bad first game. Every major tournament I've watched, England in there with a bad first game or they with a bad first game. I do think they'll beat Scotland. I think everything's in their, their favourite beat Scotland. Scotland won the first game, I think they'll be through. I think it's, that's all Scotland need to do, I think, is because they'll not... This Croatia team three years ago, yeah, they were they got to a World Cup final, but Mandzukic is now no longer there. Rakitic is no longer there. They're two massive players for them to replace. Obviously, Barisic is there. Vlasic has come through. There's a lot of really good players in that team. Modric is still there. I just... We'll move. We'll go to Croatia later on for me, but I just think this Croatia team's not as good as they were three years ago. I've got England first, Scotland second, Croatia third, and Czech Republic fourth. We'll move into Group B. Lachlan, we all six of us have seen this Spain dominance of ten years ago, winning two Euros in a World Cup. They're not the same team as they were, but they still have probably them. They're probably up there with the most talented teams in this tournament. Aye, uh, Spain or Spain, you know, you know what you're getting with them, like the, the way they play, it's just so suited to taking a tournament football and that's why they were dominant. I know they've not been as dominant lately, but I think they're, they're, they're Spain, like that's just hard to look past them and 
if they if they get it right, I think they'll be they'll be there or thereabouts at the end. Um, just, I don't know their path to the to the, the final of that, but I, I think they'll kind of quite comfortably win that group. It's, it's a tough group, obviously, but I think they'll they'll have enough to to kind of guide through that. Stevie, who are we thinking for Group E? Much the same. I think I think Spain will go through. Um, I don't I don't think they'll be pulling up any trees in the tournament, but I expect them to dominate that group. Um, I think you could probably toss a coin with the rest, to be honest with you. Um, I'm no pretty similar to the the Holland group. If Spain weren't in that group, I'd shut my curtains if the games are out the back. <laughs> I mean, Shankers, what do we think for Group E? Spain, Sweden, Poland, Slovakia. I think Spain, Spain will top the group. I think they'll just have enough quality to, to beat their team. They'll keep the ball for fun. They'll kind of grind teams down almost. Um, and they, they're always going to create chances with the quality they have. I think Ramos is a huge miss for them. Are you surprised uh, at that? Was it? Were you surprised at that, hearing that Ramos wouldn't be going? Uh, I think it's the same, similar to Van Dyke. He's kind of putting his club club first almost. He probably could have made the tournament. But I, I think you know, the, Ramos will probably know that he's maybe got another a World Cup in him, at least anyway. So he's, you maybe think if it was if it was his last tournament, he would maybe, maybe go for it. Uh, but... Uh, it's similar to Van Dyke, they're, they're putting their kind of future with the, the clubs ahead of their country. And I think he'll be a huge miss because he's been a kind of a mainstay in their team for all the years and, and all the success that, that they've had as well. Yeah, obviously, they've got uh, Laporte that's it, that yeah. that as well, but I still think Ramos is a, a level above him, him as, a, as a defender. Laporte's nice on the ball and that, but Ramos has got that kind of nasty side about him as well. For, it's not really known as a, a Spanish kind of trait, but which I think they'll miss. But I think Spain will win the group, and I think Poland will be second. I think just with the quality of Lewandowski to, to kind of grab a goal out of nothing, I'll, uh, I'll kind of make them second. Sweden, Slovakia, kind of even teams really. But as Stevie said, it's no no one that will be will be taking days off my work for anyway. <laughs> Ryan, what's your thoughts in Group E? Yeah, I think Spain are kind of similar to Holland. They've not really any, like through a transitional period, no many standout players. You look at the Spain squad for maybe the last 12 years or something like that, it was all top quality players. Now you've got, they're maybe putting their, their, their hopes on Ferran Torres and Gerard Mahano for Villarreal yeah. and trying to get them through the last stages of the competition. But for me, they'll be nowhere near it, I don't think, but I've still got the top of the group. Same with Shankers, I think Lewandowski will pull Poland through. And then Sweden and Slovakia, obviously third and fourth. But uh, again, Spain were always my go-to team. But just looking at their squad, obviously first time they've done a Real Madrid player in the squad kind of explains everything. So mm-hmm. I think they will top the group. But I think once they get through, they might struggle if they pick up a, a, a big hitter. Have they well, not got a real, single Real Madrid player in the squad? Nah, not a single Real Madrid player. First time ever. Well, like, he scored a Senjo or end of Both out. But injured? No. You're being Portuguese, Shankers. That's <laughs> 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 uh, crazy, though, but does that say more that maybe Real Madrid are not the team they were or 
He's a speedboat without a driver. Are they playing rugby league at half time? What? Are they playing rugby league at half time? Absolutely. They're going, to, they're going to be putting all their hopes in the likes of Fern and Torres, who never really kicked a ball in and out of the team at Man City. So, for a country that size, putting all their hopes on players like that, then I might be wrong, but obviously I can't see them doing anything in the tournament. Well, so are you looking forward to Group E? Eh, uh, no. <laughs> I think. I, I, I always have a vested interest in Sweden. Sweden always do well at tournaments, and I've got family there, so I always have a vested interest in them, and I always think they've got the best strips. No. So I'll go for Spain and Sweden, and I'll watch the other two when they play Hamilton Aki's 35s. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to go for Sweden to top the group. I generally think Sweden have got, have got potential dark horses written over them. I think is, is Abramovich? Is Abramovich? Ruled out. Big miss, but I think they've got a striker who could be one of the potential dark horses as well. Alexander yeah, Isaac, Israel Sociedad, I think he could be a big player for the. Is Jordan Larson in the squad? Jordan Larson's in the squad, yeah. Is it? Henry, can it? Yeah. <laughs> <He's well. laughs> There's a couple of good Swedish players in that team. I do think Spain have got a lot of talented players. I just don't think they've got the, the cohesive unit. I don't think they've got that leader that they did with the likes of Ramos, PK. Busquets, Busquets is in there, but I don't think Busquets is going to play as much. Well, that's the first two games, isn't it, because of COVID? Yeah, that's right, as well. Right. A, Spanish just, Gary Dicker. <laughs> <laughs> we'll touch on that later on, because I'm keen to get your thoughts on that. Right, I'm going to go Sp- Sweden first, Spain second, I think, Lewandowski will lead Poland into the second round to finish the third. Slovakia, I just think, again, are going to be another team who's just going to come up against better opposition. Really good defender, though, in Milan Skriniar. I think he's been outstanding for Inter Milan this season. We'll move into the final group, Group F, the group of death. This group could be a potential to be one of the best groups we've seen in a long time. France, Germany, Hungary, Portugal. Stevie, Portugal are defending champions. This is a tough group. What we got? What are we thinking for Group F? Uh, I think France and Portugal top Group F. I, in what order, I don't know, but I think they'll both... Top group F, um, Germany. Germany have been terrible. There's the results have been shocking. I know they took seven off of Latvia the other night, but I mean, but who, oh, who's a team player? Six could beat Latvia. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. I think it's Mar- <laughs> Ryan on the bench. North <laughs> <laughs> Macedonia beat Germany not that long ago. Spain mm-hmm. took six off them, so. Um, I think France and Portugal will walk that group um, I actually think one of the winners will come for that group as well to be fair oh, he's that's a big call we're well, looking forward to hearing who that's going to be Lachlan what are we thinking for group F oh, it's got Hungary to win it all over it <laughs> <laughs> yes nine points for Hungary uh, <laughs> no I think, uh, I think that's a Eurovision you think there, Hank? <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch anything they tell you uh, it's I think France will win that uh, the group it's, it's going to be some cracking games in that group um, I think even the three teams playing Hungary as well because they're going to want to score as many as they can assuming it comes to, to goal difference and stuff um, so I think every game in that group is going to be 
a good watch. Um, I think France will win it. And, uh, Portugal, Portugal will come second. And I think Germany, similar to Stevie said, that's going to be disappointing. I've got them selected in something later. So, okay, well, probably. Uh, we'll later. But uh, I think Germany are going to be really disappointing. Uh, brilliant. Wilson, you've mentioned Group C and Group E could be a, a Coronation Street omnibus for you. But Group F, you must be looking forward to that. Yes, I absolutely, absolutely. But again, I'm 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 very old fashioned. I, I think Germany will win that group, or they'll certainly be in the top two for me. <laughs> um, I I genuinely do. They just you just always never rule them out. Actually, I don't know how long Cristiano Ronaldo um, can carry that team. To be honest, um, and I think I don't. Well, I think they'll go through in third place. Um, but I think Germany and France. Win it. Um, I'll just wait and see everyone else picks before I pick a winner. I don't really like picking the same. Um, I, know, I know a good friend of the show's on France as well, so I'll go against him because he's a pest. Um, but I, I just, again, I, maybe it's just becoming from a wee bit older than you guys. The Germans could, could lose to Scotland leading up to a tournament, then they get to a tournament yeah. in the last four easily. Um, and they always have. And I think with the season, you know, Werner, Hager, these guys have had. I actually think they, they, it's terrible to think they could be a surprise package. I saw at the bookmakers there were 71, which I fancied a wee, a, a wee slice of. Um, but not Germany, France, Portugal, uh, Stuart United. Hungry, sorry. Ryan, what are we thinking for Group F? Looking forward to it. I definitely, I do agree with what Wilson says. Obviously, Germany have had a shocker maybe the last couple of years, but once they turn up to the tournament, so it was produced. But I've went France, I think obviously they'll maybe go all the way. Portugal with Ronaldo, Germany, and Hungary. But uh, as, the, as the group of death, but it's the one that you're, you're, you'll definitely be watching every game. Aye, definitely. Shankers, what are we thinking for Group F? You've said to me earlier on there's a team in here you, you really like. Hungary are a great side, like <laughs> France to tap that group for me. I'm more France, I'm watching France now, and the, the, the subs are bringing on a lot of international teams. I've got kind of basic 11, 12, 13 players, and then subs are all riffraff. But France are bringing on like for like. Uh, some of the players that didn't even make their squad would probably have a chance of winning, winning the tournament. So I think that just shows the strength and depth that they've got. Uh, I think they'll they'll top the group. I think Germany will be second. I think Portugal will be third. But they'll progress to the the last sixteen. How how many teams is it that they go through for third? Is it two? Four best third place teams. Go Four through. best third is it? Oh well, that gives gives Scotland a chance, you know. But I think Portugal finish be close between Germany and Portugal. I can't really, can't really split them. But if I was to pick one, I think it would Germany will, will finish second. But I think Portugal will, will still go through, and I think they'll still still do well in the tournament. I think it's just unfortunate with the with the group that they've got. Because see, yeah. when you break down the the team, see, I know you've got all these individual players and can they play as a team and whatnot. But see, when you've got Fernandez. Ruben Neves, Diogo Jota, Felix, Ronaldo, Diaz at the back. They've got they've got a right good side, and uh, yes. I, I think I think they could possibly go far. Even though I think they'll finish third in the group, maybe a wee bit contradictory myself, but I still think they'll 
they'll do well in a group. I think they're just unfortunate with the group. Aye. I am going to go for Germany to win the group. I agree with you that they've been off form, but I just think Germany in a major tournament and they're going forward. They've got the likes of Serge Gnabry, Leroy Sané, Thomas Muller, Kamich, who I think is a terrific player. He could t- he could come up later on in a wee thing I've got. I really like this German team, I think. At the back, I think they're maybe a bit weak, but going forward, I think they're going to be very good. They've got Tony Cruz in there as well. Leon Goretzka, Gundogan off a magnificent season. They're stacked. All three, Germany, France and Portugal, I think are just about evenly matched. But I think all three will qualify. Germany, France, Portugal in that order with Hungary finishing fourth. I just think Hungary are going to be unlucky in the, the group they're up against. That was our group previews. We're now going to pass the floor over to everybody with our five players to watch. We'll start with Wilson, your five players to watch at this major tournament. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Do I have to give a reason, though? Aye. If you want, right, you I'll, have to I'll, on your go. I'll tell you this, right? My first one, and it infuriates me, is going to be Paul Pogba. Okay. Because... Him and some of, one of my other ones is Harry Kane. I'll give you those two because they've got the same reason. Both are playing for a move. Both are planning their next move, where they're going to go. Probably Harry Kane's only move. Um, and Pogba is, again, a very, very cold, cold, hot season at Man United. Turns up one every six or seven games. And I think this will be his plan to um, get moved on. So Pogba, Kane, as I already mentioned... Uh, Gareth Bale, if I was doing a dream team, um, I would probably have him in it. I think he could carry Wales single-handedly again because he's kind of out of contract. Real Madrid hasn't really settled back in it at Spurs. And then my next one, I think one of the top goal scorers, um, I think will be Mbappe. Again, it's probably not one to watch because he's incredible, but I think he's got a few goals in him. And then I've kind of stuck between my last two, but I'm going to go... For Stephen O'Donnell, and I'm going to go for Stephen O'Donnell. No, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this. Fucking Stephen. No, I'm telling you. I'll tell you this. I'm <laughs> going to go for Stephen O'Donnell for the sheer fact is I think everyone, even Scotland fans, are expecting him to be in a sense a weak link for Scotland, um, and the the kind of circus around getting Nathan Patterson to play instead of him, etc. Because he's had a decent season at Rangers. I think he'll prove a lot of the doubters wrong. I think he'll have a good tournament in Scotland's three games. So that's him sent after the first minute next Monday. So apologies to the Donald family if they're watching. So apologies, apologies, Stephen. Stephen Murray, who have we got for your five players to watch? Um, right, I've got a bit of a mixture of household names and a couple of guys. Maybe he's having a well, maybe no hair day. First one's, uh, is it Manuel Locatelli for Italy? Um, he was at Milan for a few years. Oh, went, I've got a wee man. I went to, is it Sassuolo? Sassuolo. Sassuolo. Who knows where they are. Anyway. But he's got the sixth best pass completion in Europe. Oh, and he's played. I don't want to get any stats. So. Stats we've got. Sounds flash. Also got one of the best, uh, the most troubles in Serie A as well, wee man. I say aye, bro. Right, right. We just tagged yeah. even this, did not we? We just tagged. What's <laughs> our feature? I know, mate. I will. I bellies. Aye. So, man, we'll look. Right, next one. I'm going for Turnbull. David Turnbull. Okay. 
I think he's going to get some game time. I really do. Have you no invite it back, Stephen? That's you. <laughs> I think you were saying earlier about Callum McGregor. Looks as if he's he's raised his run. He looks out in his feet. I reckon if you take him out, I think you put Turnbull in in that area because he's the creative player. He can play these slide roll passes through um, to Che Adams and if Dykes is playing and late runners for the midfield. I think if you put McGinn in there with McTominay and then you have Turnbull at the top of it, I think that's a good wee trio there. Um, and I think a lot of eyes will be open with him, but with other clubs, especially in England, with Turnbull. Uh, third one, Gerard Moreno with Villarreal. I know we've talked about Spain, no really having many players that are going to um, set the hair alight, but I think he's scored, oh, he's he's behind Messi and Benzema for scoring the most goals in La Liga in the last year. I thought you were going to say Messi in the Euros. No, 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 no. In, in La Liga, he's scored over 40 goals in the last two seasons in La Liga, and he's the only player out with they two to do that. Um, next one, is a couple of household names. Benzema, recalled. I watched him and he got injured the night right enough in that friendly. But um, he was looking sharp at the start of the game. I think he's a top quality player. When you seen him, even when Chelsea put him out of the, in the Champions League, he was. I thought he was really, really good for, for, for uh, Real Madrid. And then uh, my last one's Lukaku. I think Lukaku is going to finish top scorer. Um, on in, the, in the chat, he's, he's got 64 goals in the last two seasons domestically. Um, so I expect him to be going and scoring a barrel this tournament. Yeah, I think I think you could be right. Lachlan, who's your five players to watch? Aye. Um, very unoriginal. Kylian Mbappe is my, my first one. I think he's, this is his first chance, like his chance to kind of prove all the, the hype that's around him. He's a, he's a cracking player. Um, so it's, this is his chance to kind of show the world. Uh, I'll kind of sandwich a kind of Outsider of uh, Barak Yilmaz for Turkey. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping the Turkey theme going. <laughs> he, uh, he, he was kind of he led the line for Lille, who obviously won uh, the, the French league this season. I think he got 16 goals in the league. He wasn't the top scorer or that, but you know, he's 35. This is probably his last big tournament, um, kind of at that level. So he'll be kind of went to to show what he can do after coming off that season with Leo, you know, and he's got a good team behind him to to provide those goals. Um, Paul Pogba's there as well, similar to what you were saying. He, you know, he's he's got to put himself in the window, I think, and uh, get some sort of move. And you look at the World Cup; he was he was quality at the World Cup. He's, he just kind of seems to turn it on when he needs to. I think he's that kind of player that if it suits him, he's he's untouchable. Uh, number four is Chiro Immobile for Italy. Mm-hmm. I think he'll, uh, he's in a cracking season. Malazio, 24 goals. I think he's scored in all competitions for them. Um, he's he, he's a good player, you know, and he does it for Italy as well. He's uh, I think he'll be quite important because I can see Italy doing all right. So, and, uh, number five, just kind of, just to go for somebody different, I went for David Alaba because... Uh, He'll be the kind of standout for Austria, and you know they've got a kind of favourable group. So I think I can see him kind of carrying them through, um, being the, the kind of shining light. So something just to have somebody a wee bit different, really. Brilliant, Ryan. Who have we got? Your five players to watch? Yeah, a bit of a mixed bag. The, uh, the wee man stole my first one, uh, Walker Taylor. Came through the, the youth ranks at Milan, and he's been touted as a new Pirlo. 
Uh, he's actually got a lot of what getting back along the Allegri. You've told so me the new badge you let's no, let's no deal on that. Steve, Steve Fulton was the new badge, so let's not worry about <laughs> being the new Pirlo. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's got a, uh, one of the biggest pass completions in Serie A and dribbles him also. I think he'll be a big player for Italy. Uh, the second man has been mentioned as, as well, Yilmaz, a uh, 35 year old, obviously one league with Lille. Uh, said before, scored 16 goals, and uh, I think it was his last games for Turkey, scored the half against Holland, and also I think he'll obviously be a big player for them. Uh, my third one is obviously Benzema. We uh, be talked about he might be injured, but six years away from international football, he's come back. I think, in my opinion, he's one of the most underrated players maybe the last 10 years. doesn't get the credit yeah. he deserves mm-hmm. what he's done at the top level. Uh, Real Madrid, he's, he scored 20-plus goals the last three years, so I think that's why the Champs is maybe brought back in to try and... Could you look at the, that strike force. You've got him and Bappe, uh, Griezmann, who scored the night, and you've got the Giroud sitting in the wings to come on. So, supporting strike force. Uh, you look at his assist record the last 10 years and all it. Uh, Madrid, he's got over 80 assists. So, obviously, his link-up players, they can bring people into play and all that, obviously, Pogba. Uh, my fourth one is the one I'm going to... Even though... I don't think they'll do well in the tournament. Might be a surprise package. Is a big boy Isaac for Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think he's got something different. He's 21 year old. He's tall. He's, he, he leads the line superbly. Obviously, so should that. They got him for Dortmund. Uh, there's talk him going back to Dortmund to take over for Haaland, but there's talk of Barca buying him and also. I think it's a massive tournament for him, especially with Big Zlatan being out. And also, I think Sweden's hopes will fall on him. Uh, my last one, even though he's. Playing by rivals, I just think this wee man is just different class. One of the best talents in the world. Uh, I think Pep Guardiola's managed him right the last couple of years as Phil Foden. I think looking at the possible lineups of people talking about me, even like Sir Roy Keane talking last night, that you can give him a mention at all. Uh, for me, he's got to be the first name in that team sheet. Just build mm-hmm. the team around him. Just let him go and play. Just let him go and play. Even if it's come off the left or the right, he'll make things happen. Uh, I think obviously if Kane. Is the right frame of mind, obviously, Phil Foden would be ideal for him. So that's my five. Are we in Shankers? Who's your five players to watch at the Euros? Uh, I've just went for five players for top teams because they're the, the other ones you want to watch, isn't uh, it? Same as, as Ryan finished there. I've went for Phil Foden as well. He was a first name, but I think no matter what team you support, you just want to watch somebody like him play for Buck. Takes the ball anywhere, so good, quick feet. He's so good at getting the ball back to go and then turn them. Mm-hmm. Like he, he sucks somebody in and then he'll turn them and then he's away. He's, yeah. I don't think he, I don't think people realize how quick he is as well. Like he's, he's so sharp, but it slows him right down and then he's away so quick. And most of it's a wee bit of a mess here, the way he drags him in. Just aye, aye, he's, he's, he's so good. And one of the, the things that it's hard for me to say is. I think, see what Wilson was talking about with Gerrard and Lampard and Scholes and all them, everybody knew they were they were right world-class players. See what like Foden, Grealish, Mount to a certain extent, they're no, they're no up there yet. And I think that is one of the dangerous things about them because the three of them, they're just no scared at all. Like, I think no matter who they play, they don't feel as if there's any pressure on them. They'll go and try things. They'll, they'll play with a wee bit of freedom. And I think that could actually suit England to a city, whereas... Although there is pre- always pressure on England, I don't think the boys, whether they're playing 
whether they're playing Stevenage in the League Cup or whether they're playing as, as Mount was in the Champions League final, I think they just play football the same way in, in the, right, the right way. And I think I, I was going to write Grealish and Mount Dunn, but I don't want to have three players for the same team. Uh, next player is Usman Dembele for, for France. I watched him in that friendly there. I think he's, he's so good as well. Two feet, I honestly don't even know what, what fit he What's his strongest fit? He's just so comfortable and, and basically he's so quick as well. He slows players down and they go to dive in and then he's away from them as well. I think, I think he'll be up there. Uh, Diogo Jota, that's uh, Liverpool for Portugal. I think with, with Fernandes and Felix and Ronaldo taking on the limelight, I think he'll go under the radar a wee bit, as he has done with, with Liverpool as well. Salah and Mane and Firmino to a certain extent. Again, all spoke about and and he just goes about his business. Chips in with plenty of goals, assists as well. I think I think he'll he'll be he'll be far away if he, with that goal scorer if, if Portugal go go on. Um, Gnabry that plays with Germany. I think he'll have a, a top tournament. I think like to him and, and Sane and that need to, if they perform as, as good as they can, Germany will, will do really well. And last one, Bruno Fernandes. Think, I think uh, he'll be instrumental in, in whatever. He's, he's obviously done really well for, for Man U with goals and assists as well. So I think if he carries that into, uh, into the tournament with Portugal, I think he could do really well. And I, I, I just think Portugal have relied on Ronaldo for a wee while when and all these players are coming through now. And if, if they can even play half as, as well as what Ronaldo uh, has done with Portugal, uh, I think they'll do they well. That's my five. No really surprises uh, in there. A bit boring, but... Brilliant. That's what my five players to watch, I agree with Stevie and Ryan on Manuel Locatelli. I think he's part, I think he's the best part, one of the best passers in Serie A. He's had a tremendous season. It's his wallow. Ozan Tufan at Turkey, I think, coming off a great season at Fenerbahce. I think he could be one to watch. I really, really like him. Could be a big player for Turkey, who I think could be one of the teams to watch out of Group A. Dejan Kulazevski from Sweden, I think he's coming off a fantastic season at Juventus. One of the kind of brightest parts of a Juventus team that underperformed. I think Sweden could be my dark horses. I think Kulazevski is the, the player that makes them tick. Ferran Torres at Spain, I think he's their main man. I think this season is shown kind of towards the end of the season, he could be a big player for Man City going forward. And I've saved the best for last. I'm going to agree that I think Phil Foden is the man to watch in this tournament. I think he could be the difference maker. I think he's world-class already. Was world-class two years ago. I think, as Ryan says, Pep Guardiola's managed him perfectly. Could play him anywhere in the midfield. You could play him up. You could actually play him just off the striker. Winger, just everything about him. I just love. I think Phil Foden could be the player to watch here. So that was there, my five players to watch. We'll move on to our predictions. That's the final part of the show. We're going to ask everybody around the panel there. We'll start off with a flop, either player or team, the surprise team to watch, the top goal scorer, young player of the tournament, player of the tournament, and finally, who's going to lift the trophy. We'll start with... Are we, are we, Scott, sorry. Are we going to be saying like all those, or are you going to go like who we all think is a flop, who we all think is a... Well, what you I'll do is I mean? we'll go flop. We'll go flop first. We'll go around the panel and see. Right, right. All right. So we'll go for flop player, flop player or team. I don't think that's the Croatia team are anywhere near what they were three years ago. I don't think they're going to go out of the group. 
I think they're going to be better. I just don't think they're going to be much at all. So I'm going to go for Croatia. Shankers, who you got for your flop? I've got Holland. I've done a key man up there. I wasn't okay, sure. I've done Holland is uh, the team that's going to know live up to, know that they're expected to win it or anything like that. But I just think for a, a big nation, I don't think they'll be as well. And for a player, might be controversial here just because of the last couple of years he's had. I just, I don't think Eden Hazard will live up to with, with Belgium. I don't just because of the last, not because I don't think he's a good player, just because of the last couple of years that he's had, I just think there could be maybe a lot of pressure on him and he just, he might know, might know, live up to the expectation of how good he actually is. Yeah. Just an opinion. Okay. Lachlan, who have we got for flop? Uh, team, I think it's going to be Germany. I think they're just going to, I know you've said before that they kind of turn up for tournaments, but I just don't think the mentality is there the new for them. I just, I don't know. I just think, I just based off results and, and just the kind of whole, it's as if they're going through a kind of transitional period again with the looks of things. And I think that their manager's leaving after this as well. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. It just doesn't look like a good time for, for Germany. And I think they'll, they'll probably get out of the group just because of the third place kind of, Scenarios are that, but I think they'll all come third in the group, and I just think they'll probably get knocked out after that, depending on who they who they draw. And in terms of player, no real basis, but I think Harry Kane's going to flop just with the the pressure on him and the just the unbearable English media. You know, Harry Kane's going to score this many goals, fire us to the the trophy. They're, they're saying, I just I think he's going to he's going to kind of flop for no real reasoning. Or, Behind it, because he's English. I want him to. I want him to, want him to flop. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Stevie, who have we got for uh, flop of the tournament? Uh, mine's is the same as local. I'm going with Germany. I just think with the last kind of run of results the last few years, the manager's going to be leaving after the tournament. Um, Thomas Muller's about forty-eight. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, the but getting beat off in North Macedonia and getting thumped with Spain. I, I don't think they're freak results. I think it's because they're not in a very good place now. So I just think, um, I know they can kind of turn it on in a tournament, but they've had the players before they turn it on into it. I know kind of maybe middle to front, they look strong, but um, I think um, defensively, they're not no being very good. There's no real standout defenders for them that there used to be over the years. was always a good two centre-halves and strong full-backs. And um, I think Germany are going to be a flop. Okay, Ryan, who we got for flop of the tournament? Uh, same as Stevie and Lachlan. Uh, I've got Germany to flop and I've got Timo Werner to uh, be the flop player as well. So I think I can kind of come on to a wee bit of a game last stages of the season, but every time through one and one, he gets a chance, even in the, the Champions League final, two opportunities, a top-class striker. You pay that amount of money for slotting that away and it just doesn't look convincing at all. And I think if Germany are putting their hopes on him to get them through and progressing going to win the, the competition. I don't think that will happen. Okay, we'll, we'll move on to Wilson. Flop of the tournament. Um, I'm, I'm going with Shankers. I'm going the Dutch. I think Holland will be probably win it now. Right enough. <laughs> to say that. But I'll go with Holland and as much as I love him, I think the flop player will be Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. Bold. 
Bold move. I know. Ronaldo, Golden Boot. Get your money. Hat trick. Ronaldo looks good. Aye, Golden Boot. 15 <laughs> man of the matches. And a new contract <laughs> at any club he wants. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. I I I just I just think there's again a lot of transfer talk about him again. You know, he's still an unbelievable player, and maybe it's just because of the standards he sets. So even if he gets only three man of the matches and nine goals, I'll still see that as a flop for him. <laughs> so I'll go Holland and Ronaldo. Right, okay. We'll move on to surprise team. I don't like the fact I'm putting Natalie as a surprise team, but I do think Ali are gonna go very far in this tournament. They're not as fancied as the likes of France or Belgium or whoever, but they've got a lot of talent in there. I think Cyril Immobile is going to be a big player as well. Ryan mentioned him. Top goal scorer for Lazio for the last four years. I just think if you give him a chance, he's going to take it. Sweden as well, I've got them as a surprise team. I think they they could they'll finish top of Group E and I think they'll go I think they'll go to at least the quarterfinals, potentially against Scotland in the last 16. So it could be an interesting one. Lachlan, who have we got a surprise team? Turkey. 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 <laughs> Absolutely loving Turkey, by the way. Oh, man, he's a big man must have got that Kelly strap in Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> he's got dinosaurs in the oven in it, I know. He's tight for three teeth over there, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that, maybe he's trying to get sponsorship for that hair. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Hey. <laughs> they change up to what? Hurry up! Oh, yeah, good. I uh, me for some. Uh, forgive me for some pronunciations here, but I'm going to go through some of their players. Uh, and next, I've got a Gergen Chakir. Uh, he's a. Say that again. Oh, I think I got that for kebab shop. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, but he, he he's been like for Liverpool and Dortmund. I think he's he's at Trabzon Sport now. Yeah. Whatever you say that. Um, but he, he's a kind of good goalie. And then at the back, they've got that Sionchu for, for Leicester and Quebec, uh, mm-hmm. for, who, who was obviously at Liverpool, so you know all about them. And they're quite young as well, so they'll be, yeah. they'll be wanting to impress. Uh, the right back, uh, Selick. I don't know, Selick, is it? <laughs> 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 he's had a bad season, Selick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's looking for a new manager, I think, isn't he? Uh, no, he was at Lille, and obviously you look yeah. in, the, in the French league, so he can't be that bad. Uh, in, in the middle, they've got that Kalanoglu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's been he's been incredible for for Milan. Um, they're up further up. They've got Yokuzlu. He was he was decent, uh, and then that Yazici and also. Wow. Um, Yilmaz, both at Lille as well. Yeah. I helped them to, to win the league. Uh, a few other players. I'll not go through the full team because uh, I don't like to any But I, I think they, uh, they're going to be kind of... Nobody will be expecting much for them, but you look... It was a wee while ago, but you know, they've came third place in tournaments in the last kind of 10, 20 years, so they obviously know how to do it. So, why, why not? Brilliant. Stevie, who you got for surprise team? Same as yourself, Scott. I've went for Italy. Um, I just think nobody's talking about them and um, the Serie A seem to have got stronger the last couple of years uh, and they've got one of my top five players in there So and the boy Locatelli so I think I'm going for Italy surprise package Probably. as much as Italy are surprises you know what I mean but um, mm. I just, as I said nobody's referring to them so I'll go for Italy Brilliant. Ryan who we got? Uh, same as Lachlan I'll go with Turkey I think 
uh, when you're through their team, I won't fucking try and pronounce any of their names. <laughs> Look at, they have got some top quality players. They've got the boy that was on Monte Leicester and all the boy under. Yeah. On Roma. I think he'll be a decent player during the tournament as well. But I think going with their, their past couple of results, maybe in the, the Nations League, I, know, I think they will be one of the surprise packages, I think. Brilliant. Shankers, who have we got? I am the same as you and, and Stevie. I've went Italy, I'll know. Although, I don't know if your surprise packages are supposed to say Poland or something like that. That's something that, that's unrealistic. No. I think France and, and Belgium, Germany, Spain, all the teams are, are all the top teams that are talked about and, and Italy's kind of went under the radar. And I just think they've got a favourable group as well. I'm not sure who they, what their path is and who they would get in the last 16 if they get through. But I just think their group's favourable uh, to top the group. But I think, say they go in and win three out of three, and they get through, then there's momentum with them as well. So, I'm going to say Italy as well. Brilliant. Wilson, who you got a surprise package? I'm with you, Scott. I think Sweden might cause a few upsets. Um, and I'm going to go, the surprise package will be Scotland. Now, okay. a surprise package is qualifying from the group. I think we'd all agree with that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even with the third place kind of a comfort blanket. I, I just I just think, and again, there's been better Scotland squads, I'm, I'm quite sure of, but I just think if Steve Clarkley, Lachlan touched on it quite well about when he was a command manager going to a bigger team, Celtic Rangers, and the way he set up, etc. I just think if he can get the blend right, because I, I, I feel he could gamble. So, for example, I mean, as if, just say he starts with Donald McGregor, which I know places are in jeopardy because of these two young yahoos coming into the squad. And Steve has made a good point about the likes of Turnbull being a, a surprise package as well. I, I think if, you know, if we flop in the first game, I, I don't think Steve Clark would be shy and, you know, right, OK, well, I don't think he will, but Steve and Donald didn't play well. Parsons in, Gilmer's in, let's go with the two strikers. I think he, he could be quite brave and go for it, especially to lose the first game. And as I say, I think four points in qualifying from the group would, would be a surprise for us. I, I, I don't think the expectations are, are too much. Um, so I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go for that. I, I think that would be a successful tournament for Scotland if they go out of the group. No, definitely. I think they've already done their, their work to get qualifying. So anything other than that is a bonus, to be honest. Yeah. Definitely. We'll move on to top goal scorer I'm going for. I've got two written down, but I'm going to go for Romelu Lukaku. Ciro Immobile is my other one, but I think Lukaku is going off a, an excellent season front of Milan. I think he's a big, big part of this Belgium team. He's got Hazard, Mertens, De Bruyne there who are going to give him plenty of chances and he's going to take some of these. I think he's going to be top goal scorer. Ryan, who do you think is going to be top goal scorer? The other one you mentioned there, Immobile, I think he touched on it earlier. He's had a, a, another great season with Lazio. And uh, before we touch on it, Atlee's obviously my team. So I think I'm going to go with uh, him and Atlee to win it. Obviously, the double. So hopefully, and uh, the wee double, he's 20 to 1 he scored, uh, to be a goal scorer on the 60 61 for a wee double. So get your money in that. Very good. Lachlan, who we got for top goal scorer? You, Mars. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> man. He's jumped on the turkey train. His knowledge is unbelievable. I think uh, Griezmann is going to be top scorer. 
Uh, I think France will, will do well. Uh, all the pressure will be on Mbappe to, to score the goals, uh, just being having the height that he's got behind them. I think Griezmann's the kind of player that will happy kind of kind of maybe playing off and having the like. Um, I think did he know win Golden Boot before? He won Golden Boot in two thousand and sixteen. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Eh? That's without even researching. Eh, no, I think Andy's I, half Turkish. I <laughs> <laughs> like to Um but no, I think he'll he'll be he'll be the top scorer. Eh, Mbappe with however many assists just running through and squaring it to him or whatever. Yeah, definitely. I think it could be as well. It could be hard to beat as well. Stevie, who we got? Uh, the same as yourself. Lukaku have went for the same reasons, just De Bruyne creating chances for him, Hazard creating chances for him. Um, and the, uh, we mentioned as well for Benzema, though, I think him coming back in, he, he is really, really underrated. And if he is fit, I know he picked up a wee injury tonight, but it just looked like a dead leg. Um, so I'm hoping he's fit. I think he could do a bit of damage in terms of goals. Brilliant. Wilson, who we go for top scorer? I'm going to go for... Stephen <laughs> <laughs> O'Donnell. He's um, a... <laughs> no, I'm going to go for Harry Kane. I think again, like the same as the World Cup, they'll get 26 penalties that he'll take. So I think he'll edge out the the bigger hitters because, as I say, I, I do think he's playing for his move, and he, I think he wants to go to a good team. Well, Shanker, should we go for top goal scorer? I'll get Griezmann as well. Same reasons for his his Lachlan, I think Mbappe and. And even with Benzema coming back in, there's maybe pressure on on them to, to score all the goals. And I think Griezmann's going to be happy. Just, I think Griezmann will, will play in all the games as well. I think he'll, he'll kind of play maybe just half, half the striker. Uh, I think he'll be picking up scraps. And I, I think he could be the top goal scorer. I'm going to stick my neck out in the lane here as well. I'm going to say Werner's going to hit. Gonna, everything's going to click for him. Mm. I'm going to say he's going to get a few goals as well. Who will not be far away? I'll be saying, baby, Shankers. I don't gamble anywhere, mate. Oh, what? <laughs> right, well, we'll get, we'll get through these quickly. Young player of the tournament, I think Phil Foden is going to element his, cement his claim as a world-class player. I'm going with Phil Foden. Shankers, who you got? Uh, I am the same, mate. I've went Phil Foden as well. I wasn't sure what the Boundary, a young player. I think we'll go 23 and under. 23, right. Because I, I had seen that Dembele and I wasn't sure what age he is, but I still sell it there and he's 24, so he's no made the cut. So, Bill Foden, uh, Mason Mount, I think what, what either, either of them will be, be there, there or thereabouts. The only thing is, I think it could be one of them could miss out, one could play and one misses out because they the positions that they play in, I, I don't think both of them will play at the same time. I love well, as, as a, a fan watching football, you would like to see them both playing the same team, but obviously with England and Scotland's group, you're not really wanting to do well. But I think Phil Foden as well. I think there's obviously going to be hundreds of eyes on him and pressure and all that, but I, I really don't think, I think he's one of the players that just that nothing faces him, to be honest. I think he's just, he's that good. He's, he's world class already and he's, he's only going to get better. Wilson, who we got for a young player? Well, I was going to go for Kieran Tierney, but he's no made the age cut. He's twenty four, um, so again, I I can't I can't disagree uh, with Phil Foden. 
Um, unfortunately, to be fair, I think he's he's very Kane good. top scorer on Foden young player. You all right? I know, I know, but again, it's it's more in hope that I'm proved wrong. But I don't think I don't think I've been wrong before on this channel. To be honest, reverse psychology. Aye, we've got reverse psychology. But he has, he's a, he's an incredible player. I can hold my hands up, and he's incredible. Mm. And I hope he has a good tournament up until the last sixteen. <laughs> Steve, who we got for young player? Well, I've went left field. I've went. Uh, I don't even know if any of you will know this guy, Jeremy Doku. Yeah, Belgium. He's Turkish. Please be Belgium. Played with Anderlecht for a couple of seasons, 30 games, six goals. Got a 26 million pound move to Ren. Yep. Eventually scored three or, four, three or four goals that season. He's been touted as a, the next kind of Belgian wonder kid. So I think if he gets some game time, he could he could uh, set the place alight. Yep, I think, uh, I think he's definitely a player to watch. Ryan, who we got for a young player? Uh, a bit like you're selling. Uh, a few others, Phil Foden for me. Uh, everybody spoke, he's, he's off the cuff, he's a wee bit, maybe he can bark a wee bit like Gaza, just plays the game effortless. Uh, but one that's maybe under the radar for me, if he can get in that team, is Jaden Chan- uh, Sancho for Dortmund. He's had a top uh, season over there, maybe injured lately, but I think if he's in the team, he's another one that could uh, light up the tournament. Brilliant. Lachlan, what Turkish player gets young player of the year? I can see it. Appearances, so it's kind of skewing that start a wee bit. But you know, he's been he's been decent for Man City, especially towards the end of the season. He scored the hat trick against Newcastle, um, and it was that was quite a kind of tough win for them to get. The foot the game that ended up four three. He's one of the ones Spain are probably going to look to him to be that kind of next generation. You know, kind of looking to see what he can do, kind of going forward. So I think they'll put a lot of focus on him. Um, so I I think he'll be. He'll be all right. Brilliant. Player of the tournament, I'm going to go for N'Golo Kante. I think he's the, the man in that France team that just makes everything tick. Champions League winner, best player in the Champions League final. I think if, I do think France will reach the final. I don't think they'll win it, which we'll find out in a minute. But I think N'Golo Kante is the man and the, the man there that just makes everything tick for them. So, so see if you're saying they'll, they'll reach the final, but they're not going to win it. So who's going to win it? Germany. Right. I am going for I'm going for Germany. I was actually mixed up between I was actually mixed between Golo Kante and Joshua Kimmich, but I think Kante will win best player. But Kimmich is the most versatile player in the world, so he could be very very hard to beat too if Germany. Be gets Philip Lam, Kimmich. Uh, aye, definitely. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think he's the successor to Philip Lam. Just to, again, just coming like Philip Lam coming for a third division Bundesliga side to now. Becoming the one of the main men in the Germany team and Bayern team. There could be four or five players in that Germany team, but I'm going to go for N'Golo Kante, the best player in Germany to win. Shankers, who you got for best player? Uh, I've got Kante as well. Uh, the only thing is, I think these awards tend to go with maybe somebody that's, that's scored maybe nice. three or four goals and, and done three step overs and whatnot. Kante's 
not going to be somebody that's going to take three people on and cut a one in the top corner. It's not his game, but I think he's maybe starting to get appreciated a lot more for his for the way he plays, especially like like so the Champions League final getting getting man of the match. I think he's got man of the match in the two champ uh, two semis. Uh, the semis as well. Mm-hmm. Aye. So I, I think if if it's gonna go that way, uh, I think Kante could get play the tournament if, if people are, are watching the games and right if I also think Dembele, the this man Dembele who I said earlier could be up there as maybe if they go in favour of a kind of forward thinking player, yeah, I think he could up there as well, but I think it'll be somebody for France because I'm going to come on and say that I think, I think they'll be my winners France. Brilliant. Ryan, who have we got for best player? Yeah, I'm going to go for Mbappe. I think this is just a stage to, just to light up. I think it's been gradually coming the last couple of years and this is his chance just to step up and maybe take take over the mantle for Messi and Ronaldo in the coming years. I think this could be his tournament to show up. Brilliant. Wilson, who have we got? <laughs> I'm going to go Andy Robertson. No, I'm only um, I, again, I, I can agree with, with a lot of what's been said. I think I, I still think Pog was itching to move, so I think he'll put on a show. Um, and I, I was going to go Germany as well, but because you went with him, Pikey. Um, and you were shot down in flames from the rest of the panel. I'll go for I'll go for Sean Maloney's Belgium to win it. Okay, big call. So Stevie, we'll go to you. Who we got for best? We might as well just ask the winners as well. Best uh, player and winners. Player, I've got Pogba. I just think when he plays with France, he just get a complete. It, it feels like the weight of the world's off his shoulders. You can see him the night. He just strutting about. He's back here and through balls and just. I think he loves the responsibility in the France team and he looks like a... Who, who is the captain of that team, actually? Hugo Lloris. Lloris, the goal. So I think, I think he looks like a future captain of that team. Um, and I, I think he's just... He's, he's so much better when he plays with France. As much as it, I hate to say it, because I don't like it when he plays with Man United, I don't like the way he plays, but um, when he plays with France, I think he's unreal. So I think he's going to get player in the tournament. Um, I think to win it, you can't, I can't really see past France, but if I was to say somebody else, I'd say possible coach. That's brilliant. Lock it helps it. Pog uh, was playing next to Kante, no Fred, to be fair. <laughs> I think, though, that's yeah. the thing. I, I think that three, I think Pogba gets that free role that he doesn't get with Man United, not fast. If you had uh, given him a free role, <laughs> what? If you had Fred in your team, you'd never get a free role. Gee, Wells. Lachlan, who we got for player of the tournament and who's going to win it? We know who. Oh, you brought Bernard Matthews in Turkey. These <laughs> <laughs> um, boys are too young. Only Ryan will get that. Yeah, uh, Ruby's older me. Don't <laughs> fucking put to them. Ruby's only 19. Uh, 19 stone? And, oh. Yeah, just run. I'm just looking at the Turkey team to see who I fancy. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to be different to you guys, but it's between Pogba and Kante for me. I just think they're just so good in the middle, and it just suits them back. Pogba edges it for me, I think, because he'll have that. Because as, as Shankers was saying, I think Kante's a bit kind of underrated. I know he's kind of getting a bit more 
limelight now, but I think in a tournament, it's always the the flair players that get the the headlines and the the praise. And I think Pogba, the World Cup, he was he was different class as well, and it just suits him. I think he's just gonna gonna kind of tear it apart uh, and Turkey to win it, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think France will, will win it. I don't see, I don't see any anybody else gonna take it over just yet. I think they're, they're still too good, and they're still got a young, young enough team to be to be hungry enough, and and can I get over the line again? Brilliant. We'll do one final thing, then we'll close up the show. What where will Scotland reach in the European Championships? I'm going for the round of sixteen. Wilson, how far will they go? Quarterfinals. Quarter-final Shankers? Uh, I don't think we'll go to the group, to be honest. It pains me to say, I would, I would love to see them go in the last 16 and <laughs> and go a tie and, and go and get everything, but I just I just don't see it. I'm just trying to be a bit realistic. It's third, one of the third-place teams that goes through, I think, is, is the best option, and hopefully it does, but then that just gives you an even tougher draw, and I, I don't want them to go and get scudded five seconds now off somebody. I, I just, I just don't want that to happen. I, I can't see them out the group, unfortunately. But fingers crossed they do. Here's hoping you're wrong, Lachlan. How far will they get? Will they go? Uh, I think quarterfinals as well. To be honest, I think yeah, uh, and then the hearts will be broken by Turkey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for watching, everyone. Enjoy the Euros, and we'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.